I'm your host, The Weeb. This is the show where every other week I'll be talking about anime, manga, and everything in between. This week we'll be talking about SSSS Gridman. Following the my triggers miniseries, let's say, I'll be talking about the one anime that came out after Darling the Franks, that being Gridman. I'll just say, just to uh, make sure. Gridman is one oddball anime, uh, already going a bit over the stats. It's an adaptation of a Tokusatsu from 1993. Uh, for, for those who don't know, Tokusatsu is this thing, this kind of show where you see these uh, most commonly guys in superhero suits fighting mostly kaiju, monsters and all. The one thing in the West we can always come back to as a Western Tokusatsu is Power Rangers because from this is this is a thing you can search out. Power Rangers were was based on Super Sentai, which is a old ass series from way back when. I don't really know the years, but basically guys in suits fighting monsters. That's the basic premise. The original Tokusatsu was called Denko Shoujin Gridman. I've and already going into the disclaimers first off, spoiler alert, I will not spoil everything from the show because at the end it becomes so experimental and so meta that I think the experience will be uh, lesser if I tell you about it, so I w would urge you to watch it rather than um, me telling you about it so and back to back to what i was saying taksatsu is not something i really vibe with i know a lot of people who like it i don't i don't i just don't vibe with it i don't see the thrill i i can see why someone would like it i just don't it's not my jam that's the that's the basics of it so uh what's gridman about right and uh, what's uh, the stats, right? The f first off, the anime came out in October 2018 and went through December 2018. It has 12 episodes. It has um, original soundtrack by Aniplex. I don't have the name of the composers and musicians, but it's a pretty good one. The opening is so hype. <laughs> I cannot stress it enough and uh, as i said at the beginning it's made by trigger uh, it's produced by trigger right and it's an adaptation from uh, at the time 24 year uh, show from the a uh, live action show so you can imagine that they had to adapt a whole lot of things because uh, most tokusatsu really have a whole lot of episodes a, a lot more than only the 12 griezmann has so you eventually notice that some parts are rushed or they just straight up don't explain anything about what's happening because they need the time to flex on the animation for the most part. So 
going about the story, right? What's the story about? So, first things off, first episode, you meet Yuta, who's the main character. He has amnesia as the first episode, and you meet he sleeping in a girl's house, uh, Rika, who's the main girl of the whole show. The main girl, I would say the main ally girl, uh, because the then you meet the other two main characters, the Utsumi, and then you meet the antagonist that later comes on. I, I will get to that, but uh, Akane. So what's Gridman about, right? You meet the, the characters and what about it? So apparently, for some odd reason, the city is attacked by Kaiju. And for some reason, there's this old, 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 old PC at uh, Rika's parents' shop that has this mecha-looking guy named Gridman. And for one reason or another, Yuta uh, kind of combines with him, enters the PC, and then spawns in the real world as a giant Gridman to fight the kaiju that come attacking the city. And basically, that's the first episode. Uh, it's Yuta learning, although he has amnesia, that he has to fight the kaiju with Gridman for some reason. For the first episode, I will, we already say the aesthetics are really, really good. The anime, from what I can gather on my humble opinion, let's say, they did not have much input on the plot. And they could not uh, mix things up or do anything out of the source material from what I can see or from conjecture. The thing is, what they really do, and I don't know if the source material is like that because uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I did not watch and I did not find either the original run in Japanese or a, a subbed or dubbed version. So, if you can find it and watch it, good for you. I don't know. I will just talk about what I can see in the anime. Uh, so, about the whole thing, right? The So, the kaiju appear and Yuta fights it. And then you can see already from just this first 22 minutes of animation. First off, they, uh, they really, really try to show off this, uh, let's say, cinematic shots. This... Um, more, let's say, experimental kind of things. So you see sometimes they uh, focus on something really just at the side of the frame, uh, not really them focusing only on the characters, really focusing on the environment, the situation, the um, something even out of the whole scenery. It is... They really try to flex the aesthetics and the style, and you can feel it. The animation is pretty good. It's pretty uh, trigger, let's say. And that's the thing with trigger anime, right? The, they're, they try to really flex their personality as a studio in all their work. And you can see the, the personalities, their personality showing off. For, for Gridman, I think that's the really the big part. I... For the plot, it's really just straightforward, just shonen action. Uh, big guy beats kaiju and eventually gets a Megazord, that, that kind of thing. I'll get to that, but that's just it. It's a really beautiful anime, really well animated. The fighting scenes are really, really good. 
in the first fight scene you can already feel the Tuxat's way that uh, the poses, the calling out the the moves and all. It's really uh, really resembles if you ever watched uh, most people will uh, Power Rangers. It's really really similar to that, and, and I think it's fun. It's it's something different from what you mostly see out of uh, anime nowadays, and. So you you get out this uh, first episode with the f four main characters and Gridman because Gridman in itself he, uh, he does not really alter the story much. Eventually he alters, but it's way 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 to the end. So anyways, uh, second episode then we get to see the um, we get to see that after the. Kaiju has attacked the city and a lot of damage has been done, a lot of people died, uh, that people around them don't remember anything and most of the buildings are reconstructed. So they have this realization that only then, maybe because of Creedman, uh, have this uh, knowledge, this memory of what happened and other people around them don't actually remember and so that's the whole mystery they face but as we watch it we can see what actually happens and actually Akane is the one making the kaijus with the help of um, let's say an alien that we just know as Alexis for the first part of the, the anime so basically she does this kind of resin wire Uh, models and then he kind of just uh, sprinkle pixie dust and animates them how they decide their powers is beyond me but that's not really important at all so that's the second episode comes out with another kaiju and they eventually get him and all third episode we get introduced to the uh, let's say the the one who somewhat helps Gridman most of the time that is uh, Azakane was creating a new kaiju she creates a way different kaiju that has uh, let's say human uh, consciousness more or less he's called Anti and he has this kind of human form although he's a kaiju and when he sees Gridman he can kind of morph into his kaiju form mostly seems like a mecha I would say but anyways it's a kaiju whatever and then he finally kind of defeats Yuta and Gridman but then um, oh and also in this episode you get to see the first let's say outside of the main cast ally of Gridman that is the first uh, as they call the first um, person from and get this Neon Genesis High School that is Samurai Calibur uh, it is never explained why but for some reason he has this power to materialize himself much like Yuta combines with Gridman to spawn as giant Gridman. Kalibur uh, has this thing where he can enter the computer and spawn himself as a sword for Gridman to use. 
And so you get this first uh, thing where you see then that Anti is uh, he kind of defeats Gridman for the first part, but then at the end of the episode they kind of come back and defeat him. So that's episode three. Episode four, episode four is more like um, introduction to the let's say the uh, side characters arc. So in this case, you, we can start to see the uh, character arc for Erika. That Erika is the one who is really affected by the fact that as they go there and defeat most kaijus, they notice that actually not everything is restored and the people that die at the hand of the kaijus actually they kind of altered the past so for for instance right the, this one girl who who's the first one to be attacked in the first episode that, that is Tonka Tonka I, I, I don't think I pronounced that correctly but anyways uh, she was one of their schoolmates. She wasn't in the same class as Rika, Yuta, and Utsumi. But when she's attacked and they remember her from like yesterday, they go to her, her house and wait. When they ask the, her father, he says she died in middle school. So they see that it. it kills the person so just alters the past it's explaining it is way worse than just seeing it it's way simpler than I, what I'm uh, trying to explain but anyways the, the thing is right Rika is way affected by people's death because she she gets this thing where it it doesn't matter when they die, if they die, they change, like, this perception you have of life. And that is, well, people die, that's the thing, right? When people die, that does affect everyone around them. And then she gets this thing where she really gets down when she notices that nobody remembers uh, anyone that dies. And so there's no... No mark of them, for the most part. And then, in this episode, after this whole sidetrack, in this episode, Akane and Erika get hooked uh, into this, let's say, this mixer with a lot of um, four college boys because uh, some friends, uh, some of Rika's friends found them and they go to this mixer in the karaoke and at this point you can already see from the last episodes but in episode 4 you can already see that um, Akane is, is pretty futile with how she handles using kaiju to kill people and this is the thing right Akane she creates and again this is never explained just go with it Akane uh, designs these kaijus, make these kaijus alive, but uh, she kind of designs them already with targets in, in their head, more or less. So, any person she kills, it, it is kind of premeditated, 
it's targeted and you can see in this episode that she first off she has real real problems with socializing with people she does she does not know i would say it like that it can be also said that she absolutely hate um extrovert people you can say that also but the thing is she designs this new kaiju just to attack the guys they go with them in the mixer with and the thing is the next day after the guys that the three of the guys actually die uh, not even the one that survives remember the other three and that's really messed up so the thing is eventually Gridman comes out and defeats the kaiju and all but he can never actually recover the people that were killed right and also in this episode you can see the first limitation from the allies of Gridman because yeah after they meet uh, <laughs> I'm getting so sidetracked with all these things and I don't know if I make sense anymore, but uh, Excalibur is the, let's say, the sword for Gridman. There are other three people from Neon Genesis High, let's say, and they call it Neon Genesis High. It's a lot of, a whole lot of references. They reference Ultraman for a whole, a whole lot of episodes also. But the thing is, right? Uh, also from Calibur, we have Max, Vito, and Bor. And when they tr they try to combine all four with Gridman, uh, the PC gets kind of stuck. It's more or less like the processor cannot uh, deal with it. If you ever try to render a video and do uh, much of anything, like, I don't know. Try playing Cyberpunk and render a video at the same time. I dare you. That uh, that's the thing. The processor kind of breaks up, and then they get ejected out of the computer, and so you we see the first let's say combination of really that is Max and Gridman. That is kind of just uh, <laughs> grow your biceps and flex a lot, more or less like that. So episode five, the this this are these are fairly fairly uh, well done swimsuit episode, right? So it's not the beach, it is not the onsen, it's not the pool. They actually go rafting outside of the city, and Akane designs a kaiju to kind of take Gridman. Uh, for surprise, because at this point Akane does not know that Yuta is Gridman, and Yuta has no vague idea that Akane is the one designing the kaijus. But then uh, she designs this kaiju that is actually a let's say a turtle mountain, a crocodile mountain, I would say. And then they have this whole thing where the guys from Neon Genesis High that are kind of freeloading at um, Rika's shop have to buy the computer, <laughs> get to the train with a 
whole lot of pieces and a whole lot of uh, CRT monitor case and all and go to the mountains to found to find them and get uh, Yuta to transform into Gridman and we see the another transformation from Gridman that is Gridman and Bor and Bor is somewhat of a re reminds me a lot if you ever saw um, it's a really old movie of Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds was a movie where the guys used uh, this super techno technological uh, vehicles and all to mostly rescue and uh, protecting nature. Bor seems really inspired by that in the same vein. I would say it's kind of he transforms into a let's say a, a super drill fire truck uh, kind of thing it's really nice and and it's the one that really <laughs> takes me back to the to the um, power rangers days the mega swords the oh boy i wish i had a toy to play with uh, that a playset with all the toys to transform and and bring out the megazord that's that's the that's the good stuff so that's episode five. Now episode six. Episode six get kind of begins to get really experimental with their this animation. Um, at this point, Akane kind of gets the idea that Yuta is Gridman, and she tells Auntie to straight up just kill Yuta. And after after a chasing scene, right? This whole thing where uh, Antic almost kills Yuta and Max and Calibur uh, save him. Yuta finds this uh, this girl that claims to be a kaiju and f for all intents and purposes she is. And then she starts to explain the whole world building of the whole thing, right? She explains to him that actually the city they live in is Zakane's creation. They, she explains to him that uh, all the reconstruction of the city every time a kaiju attacks is made by other kaijus in the horizon outside of the city that they live in I would say there's uh, a few neighborhoods they live in there's nothing uh, there is this gas cloud to make people sleep and actually the part they went when they had the um, field trip to go rafting the Akane just kind of made that on demand just to fill up the space but actually that does not exist and then <laughs> to explain that the animation gets really really I would not say clunky but they just get this really what we would call uh, maybe old or outdated 3D animation much like kind of uh, VeggieTales and <laughs> try to explain with uh, uh, some sprites and things it's pretty nice I would say it's it's really experimental it's one of those parts that you go like why did they do that like that like why would you did not need 
to go after your way to animating a whole nother program just to tell the story but anyways they just did it because yes and then that's basically um, episode 6 eventually um, Calibur and Max convince Auntie that actually Yuta is not Gridman and just go like that for this day uh, see you tomorrow let's say so episode 7 Yuta begins trying to tell this whole revelation thing to Utsumi and Rika but they clearly do not believe him who would right and the, the whole crux of the episode actually right the um, at some point when Yuta returns returns from school to home he finds Akane waiting for him at his home and then they begin this really uncomfortable uh, dialogue where she confirms everything he learned from the kaiju girl that actually she's the god of the city she has the power to do anything she wants and then she tries to convince him to join her but then she, at the end of the day right Yuta meets Alexis for the first time and we see Alexis whole body let's say for the first time and when Akane says uh, I did they try to make it, uh, let's say, diplomatic. So there's no f fight today. There will be no fight today. Um, Yuta gets this alert from his, let's say, this uh, special watch he has. That actually there is a kaiju out there. And when he sees it, actually there is. And Akane is surprised at Alexis. Because... For what she believes, she's the only one who's capable of designing kaiju. But then he reveals that actually he took one kaiju idea from Anti that creates a, a new powerful kaiju because, uh, according to Alexis, the power of the kaiju is measured by the hatred in the creator's heart. So Anti, who's the kaiju created just to kill Gridman, he holds a whole lot of hate for him. And we get to see the last, let's say, combination from Gridman, that is he and Vito. It is, I would say, most similar to Guren Lagann flying. That's a, that's a stretch. Let, uh, scratch that. The thing is, he gets um, a jetpack, basically. And then we see also that uh, as Anti was created to kill Gridman, as Gridman transforms, he copycats, kind of bootlegs his way to getting the the same abilities so for instance he when he transforms with Max he uh, gets something kind of like like uh, Max's power so he kind of gets more buff when Gridman transforms with Boar he kind of gains this ability to launch missiles 
and and now with Vito he gets his own let's say version of flying and and this is the one thing I will just say because at this point Anti's way of flying is really really similar to Kill la Kill transformation of flying so uh, Senkitsu Senpu it's really really similar the way they create this kind of let's say skirt for the jets and the legs really similar just wanted to um, single out that single detail because I felt like it I think it's it's really nice actually to the so they can keep kind of a legacy let's say I, I like it anyways episode 8 we get we get this one episode that there's this whole thing where they try to get a let's say school fest for going but then Akane uh, announces to Yuta, Rika and Utsumi that she will get a kaiju just to kill everyone in the festival so eventually they get this idea where let's spawn Gridman first get people out of the school cancel the whole festival and then if the kaiju appears we defeat him without casualties but that's the that's the side part the, the important part in this episode is the revelation that actually and this is a, a host scene where we get after the guys try to get down and get resolved to fight Akane as an enemy Erika really tries to get the diplomatic approach and try to convince them to get the diplomatic approach so she does not want to fight Akane because she's a friend of her and all but then we get this revelation that actually Akane is in power of anything in the world so the single fact that Erika is her friend is something that she was born with because Akane wanted to so there's no way that Erika actually can hate Akane because Akane did not make Erika like that and that's the that's the whole mess of stuff and revelations and all. I say like that, but it's the scene is better than me explaining again. Uh, please watch this anime; it's really really good. Although it's just shonen stuff, it's pretty good for what it is. And then we get to episode nine. Episode nine is really strange because they uh, first off, right? You see the first episode again, except exchange Erika for Akane, that's basically it. And then you see also side stories for Erika and Utsumi, all involving Akane. And then, and this is a huge spoiler, please watch the anime. Please stop here if you don't want to get spoiled. You get to see that actually Akane designed a kaiju for some reason that actually does not have a physical form. But he has this power to just trap these three people, Utsumi, Rika, and Yuta, in a perpetual dream. And all their dreams are related to liking Akane, Akane being a friend. Uh, they forget about Gridman, they forget about the kaiju. They, all their dreams revolve around uh, living with Akane in a, in a good way. And all, but eventually they first they get this kind of uh, feeling that they have to, um, a mission to fulfill, and you also see that Gridman has this extra planner power to interfere in their dreams for some reason. 
and then you see that actually Gridman has this part where he can get this kaiju that has no material form but actually you can see him but he kind of just transcends through buildings and goes through uh, you cannot hit him and all and but Gridman for some reason can just like spawn his extra extra planner uh, form of himself and just materialize the kaiju I don't know it's just a scene and it's really just papa just uh, two two seconds he the kaiju materialize destroy like one building Yuta gets up transforms a full power gridman and slash him to destruction let's go that's basically episode nine what's the What's the crux here, right? The, all the episodes have this this cycle, right? Uh, Kaiju appears and Gridman uh, appears to fight him and all. But all the episodes have uh, a little of a story beat towards their overarching story. What is episode 9? Episode 9 is... Um, you start to see first that Akane's uh, mental state is really deteriorating as she begins to see that her control over the her creation that is the city uh, is dwindling is contested by someone that is not her creation and is invading into her kingdom let's say uh, she begins to crumble from stress from losing control right and eventually you can see that she really starts to question whether or not she's good enough to make kaiju to keep control to um, do what she wants because from what we can gather at that point she created the city to live in it so she created uh, this ideal uh, ideal place for her just for her and now someone's trying to destroy the way she wants to live but also we see this part where you can see that alexis is kind of starting to doubt whether or not Akane is suited for his the purposes he has to him. At this point you can see that actually the bad guy is Alexis and he's using Akane for some reason we don't know yet. Anyways, episode 10 is the, let's say, the beginning of the end, the start of the end of season rush, which I mostly hate, but for this one it's, it's pretty okay actually. It's pretty okay. Considering everything I ever watched, this is one of the end of the season rushes that I I just accept because Gridman has 12 episodes and it's really just compact in itself and all. But I don't I don't mind it. So basically they try to find Akane at her house, but when they reach her house, they find out that it is this whole another pocket dimension inside the house her house because whatever reason they live in a made-up city so there's nothing there but is there is something still there and for some reason that they does not he said after another kaiju attacks you can see that this kaiju is specific as i said the mental state of akane is, is pretty bad at this point and so she has no will to create a kaiju so this this one kaiju that comes out in episode 10 you can see that he looks like a plushy uh, kid's toy, something like that, and it does not have, does not bear the details, the craftsmanship that the 
kaiju we already saw at that point have and really does not have uh, battle tactics does not have good powers and all and then you see this whole thing right the whole ongoing with Akane's mental state but also we see that after the date does not reset actually the the we what would be the corpse of the kaiju does not uh, explode or go away the um, from the corpse comes out a whole new kaiju really messed up it really feels like the uh, let's say uh, the joker kaiju at that point because he has this really erratic uh, movement style this really uh, comes out of a laugh as a laughter that uh, maniacal laughter that comes out of him this uh, reckless way of fighting and all and then Gridman really gets beat up really gets beat up even full power and all but at this point we can see one of the developments of uh, let's say a character for some reason anti appears and transforms into his kaiju form but actually he goes through a second transformation and then he becomes grid grid naito the knight of gridman and he kind of just let's say um mimics gridman's abilities to be the next the next gridman let's say and so he being a kaiju understanding kaiju he can uh, read the movements of this erratic joker kaiju and defeat him and now and he's a good guy that's basically it so th that's episode 10 at this point alex is really fed up with akane's incompetence akane is really just throwing everything into the air and just saying fuck it not caring to about anything anymore and for the most part that's where i'm going to stop the story episode 11 and 12 are their whole thing it is the final battle they as the one thing i did not talk about at the beginning why i don't vibe with tokusatsu for the most part for the most part tokusatsu are always cheesed i i call it a cheese in it because it's always always the same the same smooth up kind of thing where you know there are no actual stakes because the good guys will always win nobody will actually die for the most part um, nobody of the good guys will actually die for the most part everyone in the let's say the civilians the the people who, who are the victims will always be saved as a whole or 99% of them with only one person dying the whole series because of stakes and all. For the most part, Tokusatsu doesn't even have death. They mostly get banished to another realm or something like that. Some of them get transformed into kaiju themselves and then defeated and all. And the thing is, it's always the same. And for Gridman, it comes out as always the same. But the end is pretty meta and pretty good. But that's the thing, right? Um, I will not talk about the last two episodes because I, I don't feel I, like I need it. I think uh, the twist at the end is way better to be seen than to be explained. I cannot explain it well enough, I think. Or I, I believe that you will get more enjoyment watching it. What I'm doing here is just uh, getting you kind of primed if you want to watch it. So that's mostly it. So what are my thoughts about Gridman? In general, it's a really beautiful anime. 
no frames were spared all the frames are well drawn either to be humorous either to be beautiful either to be aesthetic you can see this one frame they use a lot that is the this front face of Rika because they do this Rika has this aesthetic finger in her that they did that her eyes are really beautiful um that's mostly my opinion but you can see that they really try to uh lean into it a lot erika is one of the most aesthetic per characters from what i can remember although her styling does not uh show off her whole it's hard to say that, but the aesthetic is stronger than the style, let's say. She does not stand off as a character with a different design as much as a well-done design that really stands off because it's well done. I don't know if I'm making sense anymore, but the thing is, uh, they really showed off everything they had. All their art style is really good, the design is pretty good. Music, animation action scenes uh this the whole thing with the characters really good all the humor they they punch into it it's really really good the anime is pretty good even i that don't vibe with it uh i think the plot is pretty pretty normal stuff pretty run of the mill for the most part really just whatever for the most part really the animation the aesthetic the style the design is, is really nice the whole experience of watching it for watching it to see a good a well-made anime it's really well made even though it has flaws it's really really good and that's what i think the it is better to be watched uh, please watch it if you can it is pretty good that uh, that's the that's the whole spiel so to end it right after this whole thing after this whole rant for about an hour now i hope you enjoy it um if you can please share with your friends uh i'm really trying to get more people to listen even th even though i'm new and mostly this pro the production value of the podcast is not really that much um if you can share it uh, follow me on the platforms you are if you are on youtube please subscribe join the discord if you like what i do um mostly i'm just on discord really and that's about it that's about it uh thank you for listening thank you as always for listening to this me just talking to the microphone thank you for all everything See you next time. Bye.